We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Helping us out here. He's helping us out, giving us downloads, <laughs> right, writing articles about the team, making me look good. Sam, I don't know. I don't know what I'm making me look great. Anthony Slater, what's up, brother? Did you just bring me on here to get aggregated? Is that what's going on? <laughs> That's always the goal. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So uh, I appreciated you writing about Steve 2.0. Okay, we'll start there. Uh, <laughs> We've been I, having- I, dro- I dropped a little a little nugget for you, like what fifteen hundred words into like a twenty three hundred word article. But you know, you guys found that golden nugget. It, That's it's- what we do. <laughs> it's, I literally, I woke up this morning. I woke up super late and I saw Sam's tweet, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good. This will be a good day." So yeah, we'll it- take credit for all of this. What we do. You know what's funny is like um, I saw you put out an article about Draymond, and I was I was excited to read it because. Uh, he's been phenomenal this season and it's kind of like for me, he's been like the the biggest kind of revelation of the team. He's, he really looks like the guy he was like five years ago. And I feel like it hadn't really been talked about that much. So I was super excited to kind of get like an in-depth feature written on it. And, I, and then all of a sudden I come across the Steve 2.0 thing and I'm like, I like Draymond, but if we can make this about Andy and I much better. Always. There you go. That's Always. clearly your guys' strategy. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it was – I mean, the defense is about Draymond, but to me it's like a team-wide thing. I think if they don't build, rebuild the infrastructure around him, he's not this invigorated. I think that is a key to this is like I think he was surprised at how good a lot of these moves are working. He shouted out ownership in the front office at his presser the other night. Yeah, I, I thought was that like, was weird. Yeah. Cool. Well, Clay you know, did today too. I'm yeah, he did. Thing. And, you know, that's notable because I don't think, you know, actually, I know me, you know, media day, neither of them were doing that. Draymond was talking about uh, his first media day after missing the first couple, you know, three days of camp or whatever. It was like, yeah, I've studied the league and I've never seen this work. I don't know if it will, but I've never <laughs> seen it work. That's what he was saying. He was I remember maybe five days into the season and I'm talking about season, but basically five days into camp, he was saying, I hope our organization doesn't just want to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, these were subtle, but pretty clear shots. Um, And now, I mean, I think he's had to sit back and I think happily embrace that. Like, Oh, the moves actually kind of are working. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that because I was just thinking about that as well. It's like it leading up to camp, what, what Marcus wrote the piece about how, like, you know, they would like to have someone like Bradley Beal or, you know, insert, like make some sort of move that's a little more aggressive than what they're doing. Draymond is a, a little more blunt than that with his media stuff. And then, you know, all of a sudden 15 and two later, it's like peak Kumbaya. And, you know, it feels like we're back in 2015 again, really. Well, yeah. And even like the marginal stuff where they were like, you know, obviously the Avery Bradley, Gary Payton move, that's not like, you know, championship winning or not move on the back end of your roster. But when, one side is tilting towards, you know, Avery Bradley. The other side's tilting towards Gary Payton the second. And, you know, what was it, like six games into the season? It's like, oh, wow. Well, front office clearly made the right choice there. Uh, it's it's that little stuff, too. I, I don't know. I, you wrote 
you had a video of Otto Porter and you mentioned him and then you talked about accountability. And I remember before the season, I, I was thinking that last season's defense was overrated just because they had athletic guys, but they had athletic guys that didn't know how to play basketball. And Otto Porter's not athletic anymore, but he knows how to play. Like he knows where to be. And he's not, he's just not an idiot. And I think that when you wrote about Otto Porter, that to me, it was a huge thing. Cause it's like, yeah, they're not athletic, but they might, they're the smartest team in hoops. And I just didn't think they'd be the best defense, but geez, like that's a huge part of it. Yeah. I mean, and also like, what was the fifth best defensive rating last year? Like one Oh nine or something. I mean, right. something yeah. that it's just not good. Uh, 106.8 led the league last year, the Lakers. I think that would currently be like 14th. Uh, now, what the Warriors are doing, nobody saw this. I mean, they, they basically, until last game, were under 100, which is like, you know, like I said, like Spurs yeah. 2015 type stuff. Um, IQ, I, you know, maybe I undervalued that too because coming into the season, I think I wrote a story like, you know, the big question. And, and trust me, I didn't – this wasn't thinking just off the top of my head. Talking to people around the team, the big concern was like, they've worsened a lot of the personnel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's how coaches think, and that's even how Draymond thinks of like, you know, give me the Kelly Oubre, give me the Kent Bazemore length, and I will – you know, they will disrupt on the perimeter. I will turn athletes into a good defense. Uh, you don't go, give me Nemanja Bialica's oh. brain and I'll turn it. You're like, oh, Nemanja Bialica is kind of a statue. Um, and the other thing is, like, I don't know. I mean, they talked a lot about like the offense and the spacing priorities and like, obviously that's worked, but Kerr still at his core, he's showing like he is defense first. I mean, that's why he's closing with Looney in some games. That's why Gary Payton, you know, ha has broken into the rotation because he does stuff. And the only reason why Kaminga is currently kind of getting test runs is because he's kind of shown to help on that end. And uh, it's, I mean, it's impressive what they're doing for sure. I almost wonder if that should have always been the way they go about it. It's like they can coach up defense, but they can't, you, you can't make Kelly Oubre a cerebral player, I guess is a, a polite way to. I mean, like how it. much of like the rhetoric early in the season is like just Kelly Oubre shade. I mean, like yeah. everything <laughs> is just dripping in like not Kelly, Oubre, not Kelly, Oubre, not Kelly. Oubre. I mean, they would never say it, but that's clearly what I mean. They, like, almost like D'Lo. That's how it was too. D'Lo, I think was a little worse, but. Yeah, Steve even Steve had some pretty direct quotes. I remember in the days after the D'Lo trade. I don't think D'Lo cares though. That's one yeah. thing about him. He's just sitting there like, what's the like, you know, the the gif of like Scrooge McDuck or whatever, just jumping <laughs> in like, y'all gave me the contract. We're all good. He's, they all he's say right. What you want? He's right. Now he's got thirty plus. I mean, Minnesota's coming back. So, which which by the way, always D'Lo's attitude reminds me of Jordan Poole and that those guys just don't care. I mean, it just it's just except Jordan Poole will actually try on defense yeah, and he'll I listen, see. but like they just don't care what you say as much. It doesn't yeah. affect them. Are you, are you talking about what like the outside world says? About yeah, like it doesn't affect them. I feel like with those two guys, just they take it the different ways. Though one guy just doesn't give a shit. The other you actually would rather wants to have the pool sure mindset. Um, but you know, like, look, Russ made an all-star team at one point. He's clearly been good, but you know, the Minnesota resurgence, I don't think can be tied to D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> Trying to throw him a bone. <laughs> the resurgence <laughs> that has them like what? Eight and nine or something yeah. right now. That's a uh, huge there. Awful team. It, Steve Kerr is, is what the happiest dude on earth uh, right now? Because he just, he just, I've never seen him this like since what the first KD year, the last yeah. time the guy's <laughs> been this funny. happy. I mean, he'd tell you he was real happy in that 15 and 50 season. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was too. I was, I was half asleep at work half the time. I can't uh, the same though. <laughs> but that was a vacation season. And, I, you know, as far as right now, yeah, look, he has the type of team that he wants. Like, there's still like a lot of pressure on him, though, uh, you know, with this idea of, especially with Wiseman coming back soon and like everything, every box has been checked early. Um, but this is, you know, this task that they're undertaking, which, you know, he is being told win now, but also you do need to develop these guys. Now he's been given a lot better of an arsenal to do it as far as a developmental coaching staff. Um, and also just like, you know, guys that, that fit his system. I mean, I, I definitely think they clearly leaned his direction, uh, summer, but I mean, we'll see 15 and two. Look, they, they, they lose three or four. I want to see what you guys are tweeting post game. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take much, man. It doesn't take much. I said we we can get into the clay stuff later, but you mentioned Wiseman there. I feel mm. like he's the real wild card here because like Clay's integration into the team's more going to be about like how his body's responding. Like there's no fit issues or anything like that. And I don't even know that 
benching guys in favor of clay is going to be that big of an issue just because of who he is. Uh, but Wiseman's just a completely different type of player. Like they're, well, he's not a passer. Like, do you have any idea how they're even going to try to integrate him in? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I wrote about this, uh, you know, about a month ago and because this, um, absence has extended longer than expected. That it kind of feels like an outdated story, but from I mean, I gather the plan remains the same no matter when he debuts. It's it's mostly second unit to start. It's separate him a, a lot from from Pool and or from uh, Curry and Draymond. Really separate him from Draymond. I think is is the key. Uh-huh. Um, get him with Pool, you know, in some pick and roll action. Give him a simple, you know. It's it really in some ways what they're doing with Kaminga. Uh, obviously differently on the defensive end. And then just like, he's going to have to earn a bigger role. Um, And, and, you know, they, their big word with whenever you bring up Wiseman, to people behind the scenes is like patience, 2023. This is he he more than the other two. And I would say maybe even, I would say Kaminga has hopped him as far as readiness to like contribute. Now they're, they like, look, if he comes out and he's in, in 12 minutes, in his first 12 minutes is a minus eight, obviously like I'm going to be writing about a post game. We're all going to be talking about it. Um, But I, I generally do get the idea that they have hit like not necessarily pause on his development, but they have, instead of trying to just ramp it, trying to get him like, you know, integrated and like, we need to make sure he's in the second round against the nuggets is able to like hold his own for 20 minutes against Nikola Jokic. It's more like they, whatever they need to do to make sure two to three years from now, he's ready to be a starting center for the next version of the Warriors. Like that to me has become priority number one over like, how do they make him contribute as, you know, well as possible this season. Which that tells me a couple, I mean, that tells me a couple things that sort of tells me that the reason why he started midway through last season or the beginning of the season. Beginning. um, But but then like they pulled him back in, right. They put Looney back and then they yo-yo him back in was because of Joe Lacob, probably. Like, it wasn't really Steve out 1.0 wanting to start James Wisen because he thought he was ready to win basketball games. Uh, that, that's kind of sort of what it tells me, which, again, vindicates our guy Steve, um, <laughs> who it sounds like isn't going to play Big Jim unless he absolutely has to or that he's playing very well this season. Like, look, I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, well, look, if we're going to go criticize, like, last season, I don't think it's, like, just purely – you know, well, this is just because yeah, Joe right. Lake told him he right. has to be out there because Joe Lake certainly wouldn't have told Steve Kerr play him like he's Andrew Bogut, you know, like, <laughs> right. That's make it's him a, li- it's a little bit of everything. Or... Everyone's got a, That's everyone's true. got a little blame. That was here. that. I mean, look, I think, the, I think the Wiseman thing was a learning experience for, for all involved and I'll include myself in it because I was writing pre-draft, like he's going to be JaVel McGee at minimum to start. Right. You convinced right. me, believe me. I was oh, all in. No, wow. <laughs> I was all in. I know you were all in on LaMelo, and that wasn't me not convincing you about that. But anyway, <laughs> um, I think um, certainly, like, yes, like Joe Lacob's presence in this, uh, you know, sustainability vision is very uh, – it needs to be understood by people who really want to kind of, like, understand the dynamics. But, like, he is the second overall pick. Like, he, you do need – like. He kind of by year middle of year two should be able to be in a rotation. Now there are circumstances that have prevented that, including this meniscus injury that continues to link. He's not in five on fives yet. Like, and where, what was it like two, two and a half weeks ago, they said he's cleared for practice to the point that we thought that meant scrimmaging. And then he comes up on the podium and is like, I can't scrimmage. And I was like, Oh, okay. So not fully clear for practice. Uh, And then their thought was, well, when we go on the road trip, Clay and Wiseman are going to be in fives. Well, it's only clay at this point. Um, so look, I mean, at every stage of this guy's early career, there has been setbacks, COVID, you know, wrist, knee, all of that understandable why they've had to really, really slow it down. But it's not just Joe Lacob that should be pressuring them to get James. I mean, James Wiseman's making 9 million this year and James Wiseman will be extension eligible after next season. He will be coming up on, you know, I mean, like it, this is the NBA and he was a second overall pick. So like, I I understand that like so much is going well that, that it's tough to completely criticize that situation. But if you look at everything, every layer of the organization, everything going on, that is the one blinking light of like, that's not going well for whatever reason. I almost want to get off this topic because I'm like, Sam, come on, 15 and two. We got, we got, let's, let's get, let's get back. Well, I mean, it's, it's I'm listening, but I just want to throw one other thing out there. It's like, Oh, a week ago, I would have 
thought no way but it's like all of a sudden it, it's hit me like clay's probably gonna play a game before wiseman which is just i don't know i wouldn't have thought that a week ago a month ago three months ago it's it's just wild how it's taken that turn i don't think it really matters right They're probably both gonna end up playing within two weeks of each other or something in that time frame, unless there's some weird setback, but it's funny how that stuff goes. Um, the only other thing I wanted to throw on that is like, does any of it matter if they keep winning at this point? Because if they were, let's just say like nine and eight, you know, kind of middling 500, maybe a little better than they were last year. I feel like there'd be way more pressure on like Wiseman's got to, kind of be better or they got to make a trade, but because everything's going perfectly, it's almost buying them time. And it's letting Joe Lake do what he wants. For sure. I mean, look, if they were whatever, 10 and nine, let's right. say, and Kavon Looney's net rating was minus five. I'd be like, man, they better get Wiseman back. You know, they, they better get him back as quick as possible. They better figure out if he's good enough to help now. Cause if he's not, they better look for outside help. Um, but I mean, look, winning cures all. I mean, it does like how, you know, you guys follow the Niners, right? I mean, like, what's the, the rhetoric is shifting now that they've won a couple yeah. of games. But if they lose, Jimmy G might other... be back. He might yeah. be back <laughs> next year. Just, just oh, get three man. more games Fuck against me, Jacksonville. Man. Let's Jesus go, man. Christ. But I mean, that's sports, right? I mean, yeah. with this like win law, they are 15 and two. I mean, to the point, Jesus. and I'm not, like, I, I still have positive outlook on what James Wiseman will be down the line. But sure, even if James Wiseman becomes Marvin Bagley. If it's that bad of a situation, Oof. and I'm not, I, again, I again, I am not predicting that. But let's sure. say that it th that's how it is. Well, if Kaminga's a hit, if Moody's a, a good rotation player, if Draymond's prime extends longer than expected, if Steph's still an All Star until he's 36, if if Clay comes back looking good, if if they're a fine, if they're a near finalist, uh, you know, the next three four seasons, it's not. I mean. Well, we will talk about the Wiseman thing, but it won't feel like it does with Bagley and the Kings right now. Like people won't be getting fired over the situation. It'll just be like, man, that was yeah, a whiff. They, they really need it. They really need to hit that one. The Warriors can can afford a uh, a strikeout, I guess, in the context of what they got going on. Yeah, because typically teams they they were lucky to get that. I mean, I you you talk to other people around the league, they're still like, ah, you know, that that was such a fortunate tank for them, you know, that <laughs> season. Can you believe they went from the five finals and then the Steph handbrake and boom, they got the second overall pick. Now, they also go, can you imagine if that was LaMelo? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, and again, like <laughs> you guys have probably dra dragged uh, you know, me into like the darkest part of like what's going on with like the yeah. absolute brightest story maybe in sports right now. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that's, that's the truth. But take me to a different state. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's talk Clay Thompson. Um, first off, you think he's going to cut the hair before he gets back on the court? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, let's start with the beard the here. Yeah, just here. what is happening? Like he's, he's I don't know. I mean, he's like swimming in the bay now. Just, he, today he was like, somebody mentioned like James Wiseman. He's like, I gave James Wiseman a book today. <laughs> and it was about, 
<laughs> he was like, I gave James Wiseman a book today. It was a, it's about, uh, you know, I, it was, it's out there on Twitter. You can go find what book he said, right. but he was like, because these kids that are, that are being brought into my program, they weren't given the full university experience. So somebody has to be there to teach him. Uh, I mean, he's just become like a super enlightened guy. And t- from my perspective, it's great. He is a great interview. I was talking great to somebody point. about it today after he gets, he went for 19 minutes today, which, you know, by the way, is just a massive amount of time for a post-practice interview. Right. Um, where, you know, he probably had like 14 different great sound bites. And I'm like, I can't wait for that to be like once every three days. Cause once he's back playing, he's got to talk to us more often. And I'm like, is this like, you know, I've for years been, been like very bored. Yeah. It's been so <laughs> great to cover Draymond, yeah. you know, from, from my perspective. And now I'm like, this is like a different version of Draymond Green where it's like, he's wrapping funny comments into substantial like two minute like sound bites and he's talking life he's 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 calling out doubters he's doing you know he's it's just he now will he cut the hair i don't know he's going the headband somebody asked him today like what's the look gonna be and he seemed to signal like the look's gonna be what the look current like, <laughs> head he didn't say that for sure so but that's Sl- that seems to be where it's trending slater you're you're originally from the north bay is the Marin influence wearing on clay? That's what we need to know here. Cause he's just every day. It's more and more Marin with him. My- yeah. I mean, he's boating. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, I'm curious once he gets back, like in the heat, like he's, he's been, is 894. I believe I have this counter now. Cause I'm, I think it's going to be 900 days since he's played wow. an NBA game right. next Monday. Wow. Um, you know, I think you, you get away from your job for that long, basically. Um, you know, you pick up all these different hobbies and thoughts and this and that. I'm just curious, like once he's played two straight months of NBA basketball, is he back to like, you know, zoned in Clay Thompson? Buzzed, like, head, buzzed head and goatee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. He <laughs> Cornrows. I mean, I hope he comes back with cornrows. Our friend of the show, Steve, did did go on and, and downplay your report, though, Slater, uh, the one you had with Shams uh, the other day. I thought that was pretty funny. He like downplayed that he was going to be back at practice, and then they had to like come out today and be like, "I didn't mean to downplay he was down at practice." Oh, he did uh, say that. Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah, I mean, if you're five on five scrimmaging, uh, yeah. you, you can uh, run through a shell drill, I think. Uh, but you know, anyway, yeah, Clay's practicing to the point that he actually had to talk to us. I actually thought maybe they were trying to pretend he wasn't a full participant so yeah. he wouldn't have to talk to us because technically, under contract, once you're back, you have to talk to us. But he was back today. He talked to us. Yes, he's he's fully practicing. Look, I mean, he even kind of laid it out today. There, I think it was four minute scrim uh, quarters in his scrimmages. They're going to try to get that up to like five, six, seven the next couple weeks, building it up to about like a twelve minute quarter scrimmage about about three four weeks from now. And he says so that's when he's getting close to gameplay. Um, as you guys both know, if he's really sore at the end of this week, they can throttle it back. If he's feeling really good, they can throttle it up a little bit. They've said he's debuting at home. They put that on the record out there. Yeah, everyone's assuming that, it's Sacramento or Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> 2023rd, if, if this is, stays on track. And that's all we reported. That's where it's trending. Yeah. It can go off track. Sure. Trends yeah. can change. But right now, as positively as it's going for Clay, which, by the way, you know, James Wiseman was on track for, for – this pocket of the schedule, he's no longer on track for that. This pocket of the schedule, but that's where you know 2023-28. How, how actually, Sam, go ahead. I was gonna say it just seems soup. They everything seems super optimistic around Clay right now <laughs> from a medical standpoint. That's the part that's really standing out to me. It's like we all see the video clips of him and look, you can't really contextualize him in a practice relative to an NBA game unless you have like the greatest eye on earth. But like everything sounds like he's not having setbacks and everything. Is that the vibe you're getting? Yeah, he looks good. Um, and I start, I, I noticed he started to turn a corner and I, I've said this elsewhere, but mm. you know, he was like, I don't want to say hiding from us early in camp, but like he did sure. not like our presence. And by me, I mean, you know, reporters, media, sure. people that will film him and, and put it out to, to you guys. Um, and he, you know, he yelled at a couple cameramen, like, you know, stop filming me. I think one point he was like, this is my life. Stop filming. Me. Uh, and then suddenly he stopped caring as much. And then suddenly he's putting a full Jersey on and going, you know, it's pregame. We can't even get into the practice facility yet. He is choosing to go out on the court and go through a full workout in the Warriors' new city jerseys where NBC's cameras that are going to show on the broadcast. Here's Clay Thompson pregame going through his routine. Like, that to me was like, he must be feeling good because he would not allow the cameras to film. It's like why you're not seeing Zion anywhere right now. 
because New Orleans, you know, Zion doesn't want to be filmed. That one time where it came out where he was doing like some side shuffles, like from what I heard, like New Orleans was not happy that that got out there. He's probably uh, at a restaurant eating. Yeah, I'd be really depressed if Clay looked like that. But. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> well, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, like, to me, that told right. me a lot when right. I was like, okay, right. he's he's starting to feel more like himself. And then, you know, you talk to people that are in the scrimmages, people behind that were, have been viewing the scrimmages, they're like, you see, even if you only see the player for flash points for sure. you know three possessions at a time, and then he's tiring out, maybe he's missing the jumper when possible. Like they're seeing the visions of old play, uh, and even Ooh. in his quotes today, you could tell. You could. I asked him. I was like, "Have you had those like you know three threes in forty five second moments?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I have." Um, so it's just you sense positivity because what people are seeing is very positive. Nice. I mean, it's just uh, the, the stuff you heard about him coming back from the ACL was that he was looking great and then he tore it. So it's good to see that he's kind of th- about the same, hopefully, um, when he comes back. Well, yeah, again, like I, about, you know, I, he's not going to be the same exact guy you saw in game six. That would be like nuts. That would, that would be insane. Kawhi. But I just, it, you're, you're getting positivity. You're reading it well. Yes, it's it's positive around Clay right now, and you're probably also reading the Wiseman situation fine, which is like it's going slower than expected. We we no, we don't talk about Wiseman anymore. <laughs> we're we're done off that for no for a week. Andy's, no, but- Andy's officially been the bully of the internet has been bullied into not talking about it anymore. I I am I am I am refraining from Wiseman talk. People have beat me down for just any mentioning his name. You think he plays? You think Clay plays twelve minutes, eighteen? Like the beginning, they keep saying star. eighteen. That's the that's the that's the early like uh, number that they keep saying. Like it's going to be eighteen minutes early. So, so we're thinking like six and what is that? Okay. Yeah, how does that add up? Six, six and three. I, six and three. I, look, he's yeah. five he, and five. he's going to start the first game, right? Because you they're going to have the from Washington State. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he deserves uh, it. Yeah, yeah, and it'll probably be first four minutes of the game right you know okay. they'll they'll probably design a pin down where he's shooting on the first possession um they'll play four minutes the adrenaline will get going they'll pull him out they, they'll have a four minute second quarter burst maybe he'll right. do may, i could see him playing four minutes each of the four quarters just maybe start every quarter for four minutes uh and that's 16 minutes and something like that for game one and like you know it's all about response you know back to back is you know they're doing it with even dollar right now Basically. Um, oh, yeah, he's hurt. I almost forgot that he's hurt. He's that, got, that he's been, his knee started swelling up on the road trip. He's going to miss his fourth straight game tomorrow. DN, DNP old. Yeah, it's just um, being old. Or, or, or is it something more serious? I mean, his knee swelled MRI? up, but, you know, that's part of aging, I guess. 30, so is there, seven years old. They say nothing like structural, no MRI okay. needed. It's just like the he just totally forgot up. he's not playing. Just this Also, they've, so like, yeah. just developed a really deep bench to where <laughs> – like they're like, yeah, please take some games off. I mean, if you notice, like every time they play a marquee game, he plays like both LA games, Brooklyn game, he was good. But uh, I guess tomorrow's ESPN. But. Yeah. No Embiid. So, so they don't. So, I, but on the on the rehab note, there's not like a clear plan for how they want to ramp up his minutes now. It's like it's going to be determined kind of when he comes back and just kind of like a that, try. By that's the next. That's the next month. Like I said, the only mm-hmm. like number value i keep hearing is like 18 like he keeps mentioning 18 the people maybe that's just like top of mind that's just something sure. that a rehab person would do but you know and they also mentioned they they dealt with this with cousins they brought demarcus cousins back off an achilles uh in the middle of the season and like that did inform them in a lot of ways and i think that was a i will actually as you ask your next question i'm gonna go look at demarcus cousins minutes in his first few games with the Oof. warriors so that, that'll be good to know you didn't like the DeMarcus Cousins era? Uh, I know they didn't like the DeMarcus Cousins era. So You know what's funny? DeMarcus Cousins had two huge NBA Finals moments. Uh, game two, I believe he had, Let me... You're just really making me want to look at the DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins era. I'm looking it up right now, just so we're clear. His... Uh, well, I went to the wrong year. So. Game two, he had a really big moment. Uh, well, let me look right. I'll say DeMarcus Cousins, often Achilles, where they were very careful with him. Not only that, about three weeks before DeMarcus Cousins debuted, they were like picking that night. He hit that night, played that night. It was in LA against the Clippers. This were this were was DeMarcus Cousins' first five games. 15 minutes, 21 minutes, 24 minutes, 23 minutes, 25 minutes. So that sounds like very reasonable clay minute totals early on. Nice. Yeah. A question we actually have gotten a bunch over the long 
last, let's say, 24 to 48 hours since more clay news has come out is kind of how it's going to affect Wiggins and Poole's minutes. How do you – so, obviously, they both had maybe their best games against Toronto, like, combined. That Both of them were just kind of like – that's, like, as good as Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole could possibly play. Yeah, well, I, I would – I actually thought the Detroit game was better for them because the Toronto game, they're eating off Steph, right? The Detroit game, they went and, like, won that game. And I know they sure. were playing the Pistons, but they – they 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 were the two. They went in. They had they were facing the defensive pressure, and they won that game. And it was on the road. You know, I was at the game. Uh, sure, but I almost feel like contextually, I, it means more for them to take over when they're playing next to players who sure. matter than as, as opposed to like Detroit. It's like, all right, you know, second string, do your thing, right? Yeah. Anyway. No. No, I agree with that. But I, yeah. Go ahead, I, forgot, I forgot you were in De- you were in Detroit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's what I took out of that. What you just I said. am back on the road, which has been great, although <laughs> tiring. I was just in four East Coast cities, and my brain is still scrambled from it. Uh, I had a, the Cleveland Detroit back to back. Forgot what that felt like on the body in in late November. So yeah, at least Brooklyn's fun. Well, it's kind of cold right now, but at least it's cool to be. be yeah, no, area, no, it was, it was good. It was Cleveland uh, Detroit. Jeez. To your original question, like, yeah, look, pool six man, his minutes will go down. Um, I think he won't have like an issue when he's on the court. It's just gonna be tougher for him to be on the court as much as possible. I'm just I'm probably more curious mentally how he handles that because right. it's you know, it's a demotion. Um, it's a demotion that everyone in the entire operation, including Jordan Poole, understands why it's coming, but it is. Um uh, and Wiggins, I don't know. Wiggins to me is like a little separate from Clay. Like Wiggins is just gonna get his like 34 minutes, especially if he's playing fine. There was a game. What game am I thinking of? He didn't. Uh, Cleveland. He didn't close. It was when they were just that that one unit yeah. was coming yeah. back on Cleveland. Yeah. So there will be those particular nights when when you add another potential closer, usually a nightly closer into the mix. There's more. There's more of a possibility that if Andrew Wiggins just is sluggish, Andrew Wiggins, you don't have to have him on the court in the fourth. So maybe there's a few more of those nights, but generally. Even with Clayback, Andrew Wiggins is the starting three that's going to play 30-something minutes. Might might be good for Poole to just go back to him real quick. It might be good for him to be off the bench and primary ball creator handler off the second unit. Might be good for him because um, he's ha- he's been up and down the season. Um, and, and I think part of that have, is – The highs have been high, but, yes, the lows <laughs> have also been low. Yeah, which which is normal. And and I I, I think he's, he's going to be good, but uh, – it could be it could be good for him to just kind of do what he wants out there instead of playing the style that that you need to to be next to stuff. He's gonna. I just am enjoying covering him this year. He's a good quote. He's like he he's sharp. He'll bite he'll bite back at questions, uh, and he's biting back at you know comments by his teammates and biting back at ob- Dre. Obviously, obviously the confidence runs hot, and I love to see how the veterans have to respond to him compared to Wiseman. The way they like they they try to cool pool with like almost like backhanded insults and uh well they're trying to pump up Wiseman but you know I, I want to see how he handles eventual because you know and I've 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 used this talking to other people um it it reminds me a little bit of like Reggie Jackson in Oklahoma City when I used to cover the Thunder you know right. as Reggie Jackson was kind of rising um and he was really good Reggie Jackson has some big playoff moments for the Thunder um you know and and then the next season didn't handle it well and forced his way out. And I am mm-hmm. not at all saying that's where the Jordan Poole situation is going, but it's just those dynamics are at play, like an established veteran core with like win now right. desires with a young star who is extension eligible this summer and is like a gunner and is super confident and will, you know, kind of, uh, you know, wrestle with his, veteran teammates more than most young guys would like he's probably he's probably got his own career goals his career goal isn't to be like a nice 15 minute per game guy behind not a a sixth man that's for sure well that's the thing definitely not a sixth man no and look those those are like issues for 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 another day for sure. sure it's just like this is i enjoy covering the league because i enjoy just like those dynamics within teams mm-hmm. and i just that's gonna be a fun one to cover that's one i i haven't probably covered since reggie jackson and that was a fun situation to cover I, reggie's really good now um one of my f- fun guy to watch but what a like career arc he's very odd yeah I was like, gonna very say, odd. 
in his mid Detroit years, I'm like, there's not a player I enjoy less than him. So the resurgence with the Clippers has just been, it's been fun to watch because he's come back to being one of the most likable, enjoyable players. Really is really is pool. So we got pool, uh, Wiseman, they gas up. Kaminga will be interesting. He seems more on the pool spectrum of confidence. rather than He is, but I mean, very early on, he's like embracing like these defensive identity. That's weird. That coming. Yeah. That's odd. Did you know, like, did you know coming in? Because I, you you brought this up a few times. I mean, watching Summer League, the guy looks like he just wants a ball in his hands. I mean, like everybody, every every normal kid who's super talented, but now he's like doing the glue guy stuff. Like, what is going on? That's what's impressed me where he, I went to his G League game. I went to a G League game in Chase Center where, and they were like, they were putting the ball in his hands. He had like six turnovers and he was, you know, like, which is fine. Um, you know, and he was running high pick and rolls and he's taking a bunch of jumpers and, you know, your thought there is like, you know, like I see the talent, but you put that on a court, you know, with, with 2024 with Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yet, yet they, you know, I guess credit the coaches for this and, and certainly credit Kaminga for, for throttling back. Although lately he's been shooting more threes, which is like honestly shrunk his minutes. Um, Cause I mean, I could, I think it's like one of, lets us know how bad that is. <laughs> I believe he's like one of 14 for three from yeah, three or something yeah. like that. Sam um, reminded me he, he's made, he made one in his first debut game. So yeah. But I don't know if they've just hyped him up of like, Hey, you're like, we, we kind of view you as a stopper. They're almost too early, like pumping him up. Like, you know, he's going to go lock down the mellow ball. Like, nah, I mean, he, he that did have a nice deal. He certainly has the like physical profile. Uh, and I have been impressed with the way he uses that physicality and, and slides with defenders or with offensive players. Doesn't foul. Uh, it's, it's intriguing, but you know, how many NBA minutes has he played at this point? Like 60 something or like, it's, it's, still he does seem though, like a Warriors player more so than Wiseman. And I hate to keep going back to him, but just like in terms of skill set, like he has the ability to be, you know, one through five defensively, like who knows if he gets there. Um, and then like, okay, the shot's not coming around, but like he, he definitely wants to make the plat pass even if it's just like hunting assists and stuff like that. he's he's got the skill set that you could see if he develops correctly like that's the type of player steve kerr would like yeah i mean it's a mixed bag for sure more than wiseman he's like you know catch swing or yeah. you know making extra passes but also like he's not like he don't know when to cut he doesn't no. know how to move <laughs> off the ball half the time especially you know when you're in the arena uh and you know like they're they're going de- you know, from this side of the court to that side of the court, I know like the camera's not necessarily showing. Sure. Uh, they're maybe like panning to the coach saying something. They're always pointing at Kaminga where to go. They're like, no, dude, corner. Come on. No, you come that way. <laughs> and he's like, what? Uh huh. So, like, there is like a lot of novice to just his NBA feel. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's also like the natural instinct, like those, those minor moments of natural instinct that, we, you didn't see with Wiseman a lot last year. And I just, we are, we, this is, we are killing Wiseman. I mean, it's just, it, it just, it just goes back to the fact <laughs> not that me, like, not I, it's the teams, you know, kind of had a success with these kind of uh, positionless players. And, and Wiseman is a center, you know? So yeah, it's just kind of, it's, it's something um, they have to figure out. That's a different conversation. Yeah. I mean, but the, look, if they do figure it out, if true. If, if Milojevic suddenly he's got this guy like just, you know, just spin post moves. Like you saw flashes of Wiseman last year. Like the guy yeah. could become a stud. So um, that oh, is some, some of his again, moves. I'm like, back he's to the he's not going to be Bagley. He's not going to yeah. be Bagley. Like no, he's no, going no. to be good. Like yeah. I, no, I'm not the, like you said, but you brought like he's going to be good. Yeah. And he NBA could be player. a really good, def- you know, we talk about Kaminga, like surprising a little bit defensively. Like why there was one play Wiseman last year, like caught a layup. Like he just straight up went and caught like he could become like a legitimate rim protector. You watch DeAndre eight in rookie year defensive highlights. Oh yeah, some of the was, ugliest I've ever it seen. It was bad. And not everyone's year, Evan Mobley, guys. Like not everyone's a defensive player of the year, year one. Yeah. So again, it, it to me it goes back to the point I was making earlier that you hear from them. It's just like that now that he's in the program and now that there's been so much stop and go with his early development that has, it's just been throttled back to the point of like, it's all about the future with him. Whereas I do feel there's a little bit more with Kaminga of like, you know, in like a 12 minute per night role, if he's high energy, he can help a little bit right now. So that's what I see. Sam did call this. You did, you did call this Sam. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's talk about Warriors Lightning Rod. I want to talk about this guy, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew <laughs> Wiggins. A, I can't believe he can even be a Lightning Rod. He's like I, the most bland personality in the league. Him and Steph, right there, right to do guys. Worst the, quotes on the team. The internet is a what was a what was a quote from Succession? The internet is a large place. Um, I did not know that uh, there was this group of people who just like ride or die with Andrew Wiggins, but yeah. they let, they exist. Yeah. He's but, going through people now. Like he's, you know, he's Paul George now. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I, uh, we, we did a Warriors plus minus yesterday. Marcus was funny on it, but he was like trying to convince me and Tim, like it's time to believe. And he was like saying how the people in Minnesota are like, you know, Hey, this is going on a little bit longer than we're used to. Usually it's a two to three game sample. Like, Hey, they're getting, they're starting to get a little nervous. Like, all right, Andrew, when's the dud coming? Um, I don't believe I, I believe he's a, I believe he's at 18 million per year wing. That's getting 32 and he's going to be fine. And he's in this proper role. And, and I think clay will knock him into even more of a proper role. And, He's going to be fine. I mean, I don't know. Like, I can't, but like, I, I follow a lot of this, the, the rhetoric going on with, with, with the, the world that you guys are captain, <laughs> but I don't really follow the Wigan stuff. Cause to me, he's not that interesting to me. Like he just is what he is. Yes. It's been a little bit better lately, but there was big patches of games last year where he was better offensively. He was good defensively. Like he's, he's a good player. It turned out to be a very good maneuver that they made with him. Um, he's a good placeholder at the three. That's my thoughts on him. You don't believe, uh, that well, makes the what, three of us. Well, <laughs> I, I want to know what the belief is, the, 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 the firmest negative belief on him. And then the firmest positive belief on him, Sam, which one am I going with? Uh, well, I, I think, I, I just, I think there is a, um, there's a belief that he is in the right situation where this aggressive mindset is sustainable right and that he's he's a very like i think there's a belief also that he's an incredibly good defender which i think he's good but he's not locked down right like i think that's where the truth probably w- is wiggins island no he's not wiggins island. yeah no but but i think i don't know i think i just want to say i just want to see how it comes around when clay comes in because I, I feel like he can float out of a game if he's not actively engaged on his own terms in most games, like I'll, I'll point to like the Toronto game where it's like, well, yes, if if uh, Nick Nurse is going to play like a junk defense that has Fred Van Vliet guarding Steph when he's at the scorer's table and Wiggins has his feet set and he's comfortable, he's going to hit those shots. But how is he going to play against a more engaged defense where he has to make like quicker decisions and cut weak side? And it's, you know, it's it's a little more difficult. Those are things I want to see from. Him, yeah, I guess. you know, I th- I think people forget about the end of last season more than they should. Like I I saw him in a playing game in Staples Center in a, in a really good environment, like guarding LeBron. Well, now I also saw him against Memphis, like offensively yeah, down say, the stretch. I was going to say plays. So like I don't know. We've seen some of it. I the one thing I that might bring more out of Wiggins. And again, I don't more out of Wiggins to me is not all-star Andrew Wiggins, but just, you know, like this, what's happened lately more consistently is like, this is legitimately the first time he's been on a winner. Um, you know, cause there was, it was lottery sure. forever in Minnesota. Then it was eight seed in Minnesota wiped away in the first round. That's not a winner with Jimmy Butler, just bludgeoning him. Yeah. Nonstop. If, yeah. <laughs> if you're the eight seed in the NBA, you're literally like the 15th best team in the league or extremely average team. And right. then he got traded to the Warriors and, and, you know, we are seeing the gifts of the of the Barry Bonds level steroids going into his arm, like sure. winning <laughs> cultures being pumped into him. He was on the worst team in basketball that season. You know, he came to a 15 and 50 team. Uh, and then last year he was on an eight seed. That was a supremely average team. He's on a 15 and two team right now. Like that is such a different environment to live in, like a true contending team. Like he like Andrew Wiggins legitimately can look in the mirror and be like, I can win a title. Um, and maybe that just like 
brings a, like a little bit more like love of the game out of him on a regular basis. He is like more emotional lately. I will say that, you know, he hit the three in Brooklyn. He's yelling at the TNT. Yeah. That, that was yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that, you know, in the minute, maybe the Minnesota game woke that up a little bit out of him. I, he keeps saying physically he's feeling better. I do think, you know, it's not a subject anyone wants to touch on, but like that vaccine thing, like yeah, took was, a lot he out was of rattled. him. I think, he was rattled. On. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that I mean, is, you know, Kyrie's like headstrong into it. Like Andrew Wiggins was not <laughs> inviting that. I mean, he invited that controversy into his house, but I don't think he knew what he was doing. I'm glad we're past that. I'm glad we're past that. And, and I, and I, I don't want to say he can't do these things. I like, I'm just curious to see how he looks in these moments. Cause it's when you look at the words, it's like, I know who Steph Clay and Draymond are in those moments. We've seen him in those moments. I'm, you know, if they miss a shot, they miss a shot, that sort of thing. But it's like, I'm curious how Andrew Wiggins responds if the Warriors are, let's say, 2-2 in the second round against, like, a Memphis Grizzlies or something, you know? Ooh, Those, you got Memphis in the second round. Ooh, 2-2. Jeez. <laughs> I, I don't know. Jaron Jackson John. took a leap in that scenario. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Big shot yesterday. <laughs> Big, <laughs> well, I, I guess you're right. They've been – I don't know why they're the Warriors boogeyman. But yeah. they're well, decidedly, well, they are. They they're decidedly are. mediocre otherwise. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I want to see the Warriors face some sort of adversity to see how players who haven't been yes. there before react to it, right? Like that's yeah, and that's that that extends far beyond Wiggins on this roster. I mean, of course, that's Poole who who in brief mm-hmm. moments last year, I think, did earn some of that trust. He was good in those playing games. Um, you know, if the rookies start to get more minutes and you know, because they have the tools to mm-hmm. every you know, Kaminga plays four no, minutes, we can count a on couple Looney, things, of course. And you start to think like <laughs> What if he got 25 minutes? Yeah. You know, well, what if he did get 25 minutes in like a high intense mm. game? He's probably making like nine mistakes, uh, you know, and so go down the roster. Like Bielitsa in a small ball playoff game might just be like unplayable. He might. I don't think right. he's playing. Yeah. You know, Porter, like, you know, there's going to, there might be moments or matchups where Otto Porter. I, lo- I love Otto, but yes, he's not, he's not being, uh, you know, kind of picked on by John Morant and high pick and roll 30 times in a row. Yeah. So that, yeah, as deep as we discuss this roster, I think we need to like, it's a regular season team in a lot of ways. That's going to try to build itself into a playoff team, but you know, and I I get building a regular season team, you know, they needed to make the playoffs this year and they they hit on in a lot of ways, but yeah, I mean, where you're right is yeah. I'd like to see them. I want to see this. I hope Phoenix is on like a 15 game win streak heading into this back to back or home and home they got home next home. week. Yeah. And I'll, I, I'd i like to see, like, Phoenix really go after them and see how they handle that in back-to-back game. I, it's a lot of pressure, too, being Wiggins. Like, we're talking five months from now because we saw Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes had some good moments. Harrison Barnes had some bad moments. He was also, like, 23 years old, and he was playing in just the biggest games in basketball at, at history at the time, right? The team was 73-9, and nine, and he kind of fell apart there, and it's kind of can't blame him. But then now Harrison Barnes did the exact same role where he's just going to get all the open shots on earth come March and April and, and May. And he's he's just going to have to make them. <laughs> I am curious how like big moments rattle or don't rattle him, because in some ways I'm like, he's not like basketball obsessed. And sometimes that can help you. Could help. Right? You know, he's he's not sitting there like, you know this might help my hall of fame resume or, you know, whatever. He's just like, well, I'm making 31 million regardless. Um, I'm not really going to have to talk post game regardless. Cause my crazy power forward over here is going to go <laughs> yell at the refs and, and, you know, yell at the media. Um, I wouldn't even be requested. Cause I don't say anything interesting, but he, so may, maybe, I mean, maybe like bar, it's not like Barnes was, was some, you know, electric personality that got in his head in those moments. He's just, sometimes the moment is too big. Maybe it'll be too big for Wiggins. Maybe it won't. I just think the main thing is it looks like the Warriors are going to get that kind of basketball again. And that'll yes. be fun to just I like see. That spin. I like that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, as somebody who truly, I'm not rooting for them, but I am rooting to watch interesting. I want to watch good, interesting playoff basketball. I had to go cover the Suns and the Lakers the last couple of years to, to watch good, interesting. Warriors fans, don't basketball. forget. Don't worry. Warriors fans, don't forget. <laughs> Slaker. Well, guess what? <laughs> if, if they take a play in L again this year, I will be covering the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. Let me tell you. Not the Lakers, though. Definitely not the I, Lakers. I started the that. season expecting to cover some more Sacramento Kings basketball, uh, but then suddenly the Warriors want to go 15-2 while the Kings want to this, – This is how I know you haven't been tapped into the Kings long enough because you, you had positive, optimistic thoughts about them. And any yeah. Kings fan will tell you that's a negative idea. 
I learned quick on that one, though. <laughs> How about the throw? I mean, like, I know a bunch of people have talked about it, but that just, that was jaw-droppingly, like, poetic. The end of the that Luke Walton era the other day with the throw-up on the court. Was, <laughs> I was... Uh, I was watching that. It's like Saturday night. I'm clearly not cool and doing anything. I'm sitting on my couch at home and I'm like, did, did that just happen? What is it? it looked like myself. It's like me at the club. Like it reminds myself <laughs> on Saturday nights, just throwing up outside the club. Like, yeah, yeah two, I was like, that's me. 2019 pre COVID Andy coming out COVID Andy for sure. For it sure. was just it was crazy because of the timing of it. It was that wasn't a normal regular season game. I, I was watching that game because again, like I'm kind of like you know monitoring the Kings a lot closer this year, and like that was tense. Like you felt Luke Walton's job on the line in a regular right. season game, which you don't say very often. Like if they do not win this regular early season regular season game, their coach is probably getting fired tomorrow. And then like as the rope is slipping in the fourth quarter, bleh, and you're just like. It was like right across the court from Vivek. And you're just like, I just remember thinking, it's done. That's it. <laughs> Goodbye. Punctuation it's point. Just a, it's just a so perfect. Sad. It's so sad. Not even Luke's fault. You, by the way, you think he's back? You think he's, uh, you think him and Steve I will are- tell you, he, I will see him at some point over the next few months because yeah. all these, like when coaches get fired, they just start like, tour, they take a few weeks off. They start touring the league. Like, you know, all these head coaches invite him into the facilities right, to like right, watch right. practice. And then, and then they give interviews. Like I learned a lot. Like I'm going to implement yeah, yeah. this. Oh, Tibbs. Tibbs, yeah. The best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tibbs doing the same shit. No difference. The fucking yeah. ISO offense all day long. So when I write that story, you guys can kill me for it. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it, he will not be back on the staff this year, but maybe, you know, depending on if there's a staff sh- shuffle in the offseason, maybe. I don't know. A little, a little early to predict that one. Yeah. Well, we well, haven't seen know, Kenny in weeks, so, you know, who knows? He was back at the facility for the first time. What happened to him? Yeah. I keep stealing Sam's questions. What happened to the guy? He injured his leg working out. Or, like, Jeez. you know, in, in a workout. No, that's, that's my thing. Why has no one been able to <laughs> say what he did to his leg? You don't know, dude. <laughs> he does, but he, we're on the podcast. Oh, okay. He doesn't want to say it. So, <laughs> so it. I'll talk to you guys <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> we'll say we're done anyway. So we appreciate you coming on. Appreciate man. you, Slater. is in the air at Littleton Coin Company and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.